What's up, beautiful souls? It's Candy, your spiritual bestie, back with another episode of Real Talk with the Spiritual Bestie. Hey, guys, I hope that y'all are doing well. I hope that you guys have had a flow of continuous love, peace, joy, abundance, prosperity, forgiveness, hope, and energy flowing in, through, and around your life. Um, I hope that y'all are doing well. I really do. Um, We're definitely in some very interesting times. You know, things are consistently very interesting. And I say interesting because you never know, like, what you're going to see, what's going to happen when you wake up that day. It could be a normal day and boom, you know, you get hit with some craziness. But, um... I wanted to talk today a little bit about um, this Mercury retrograde because we are entering retrograde season. I felt like, you know, let me dedicate a little episode to us kind of covering some of the things that we really need to be focused on during a retrograde and why that's important. Um, It's been a lot happening as there always is within the cosmos and I also wanted to touch a little bit on Miss Ayanla Van Sant, um, wrapping up her show. And I don't too much talk about like pop culture and stuff, you know, on this podcast, but I love her. I absolutely love her. And I feel like I need to definitely, um, throw her flowers out there, you know, throw those rose petals at her feet because, This woman has really changed the way that therapy is viewed. She's changed the way that um, Black healing occurs on mainstream television. And, you know, I I told somebody the other day, I was like, you know, I love Ayanna Van Zandt. I accept her in all of her humanness. Um, I know some people in the community have called her problematic and, you know, I can understand that. I definitely can. The thing about me is that I may admire somebody, but I never sign up to, um, to just go for whatever that person is saying or doing no matter what, you know, um, so for me, I really look at her as an individual, as a um, spirit having a very human experience and being flawed. And I accept and love her um, for being brave enough to display those things and not edit those things out and just being true and authentic because she had the ability and the power to really, um, you know, take those things out or have them removed from the show but I think also um, us seeing her as an individual that was going through her healing process while assisting others through theirs is really important especially for those of us that are doing healing spiritual work or spiritual practitioners it's really important for us to remember that it's okay to be vulnerable Um, and we didn't see necessarily a lot of her vulnerability in the filming of the show, but I watched the little special that, um, was on own about the show. And I did not realize that she was, you know, going through those things, but she was healing 
in the midst of walking other people through their healing processes. And I feel like, you know, for her to see herself and all of the guests that came onto her show, I think was really important. Um, and it's something that's important for all of us that do healing work. And even those of us that don't, but just in our everyday um, experiences, like we have to look more at other people and be able to see ourselves and not be so removed because of different um, boxes that we like to check for ourselves or for others, you know, but really looking at other people and being able to see ourselves in those people keeps us from being one judgmental two it keeps us open to learning from that experience and three we can help somebody if we can find that connection and they if they need our assistance or they need our help we don't have to be a spiritual practitioner we don't have to be um, a spiritual worker or um, a reader but just if if a if a person in our everyday encounter needs our energy and love to help move them a little bit further forward in their healing process. I hope that we can be available because this is really the time for us to, to step up for each other, to step up as a collective, to really lock arms and move this thing forward. Because as long as we remain me-centered versus we-centered and what we do, if, if we are operating from an unclear or unbalanced heart space, we really cannot do the work that needs to be done. Because if the work benefits the collective, it benefits all of us. And we've been conditioned to think that our success only matters for us or only is about us. And so we approach it in a very selfish and um, almost narcissistic type of way when we approach success or when we approach different um different cycles within our life but if we really look at things and approach them from a space of community centered thought aligned heart chakra healed heart space or healing heart space and from a place of love we can move the needle for the entire collective forward we really can and what they don't tell us is that if the collective succeeds that energy continues to ripple back to us because we played a part in that to move the collective and the community forward so keep that in mind i i just wanted to give flowers to miss ayana because I've watched her um, pretty much since the beginning. I want to say since the beginning. I've always been intrigued by her energy, by her wisdom. And I just recently started getting into her books. And once I did that, I was like, yes. And like I said a few minutes ago, you know, it's not that I sign up to co-sign everything that somebody says, but you have to be able to, when you can recognize divinity in another person 
in another vessel, we can recognize that they are purely operating from a from a um, very divine space in how they approach their work. You can't do anything but but salute that person and respect the work that they're doing. Even if you don't always agree with how the work is done. But we have to allow people, we have to allow our heroes and our sheroes to be human. We have to stop putting people on these pedestals and expecting people to be perfect. Don't put me on a pedestal because I fuck up all the time. I mess up every single day in some kind of way. I disappoint myself in some way. So don't put me on a pedestal. We have to learn how to allow our sheroes or people that we admire and that we love and that we see the goodness in the true authentic goodness. Like we have to stop allowing those things to cause us to expect that person to be perfect and expect them not to mess up in ways that we would have definitely messed up the same, if not worse, possibly. So that is my feeling on that. I am sad that her show is ending because I'm a fan. I'm a fan and I I love the I love watching her help people heal. And sometimes, you know, we we make we fumble the ball sometimes. Sometimes we don't make the best decisions. We can look back and be like, dang, I should have, could have, would have. But I love, appreciate, and respect the fact that she allowed herself to be put out there because a lot of people won't do that. A lot of people are scared because they know how how ruthless we can be in the community to somebody that we see doing big things. But I salute her. I respect her ministry and I'm appreciative of it because I've learned a lot of things over the years and how um, healing ministries can flow and can really impact lives. So um, that was my little spiel and my little shout out to Auntie Ayanla. Um, Absolutely love her. Um, So let's kind of talk about this mercury retrograde period because i just wanted to serve um you guys today with a reminder of how we can flow through this energy um i definitely like i said was feeling the sun square jupiter the other day and it definitely i felt some creative crisis uh (laughs) this week and some of the things that i was trying to do um but also you know when we think about the sun the sun is about confidence it's about our purpose it's about ambition it's about um how we look at ourselves our self-esteem our our feelings of self-worth and when these planets are in these opposing positions or they are um in these conflicting aspects it gives us an opportunity to slow our pace and really pay attention to some things if we pay attention we can recognize you know 
what we need to do in that moment, but also it's a good way to exercise our connection with ourselves. Like, hmm, something feels off. Instead of just moving and continuing, speeding forward with the day, let me pause for a moment. Like, what is that that I feel? I spent so much time in my life just zooming through, just zooming through life and not taking the time to feel what I was feeling. And so it caused me to just go through trauma in a blur. And so unearthing some of the trauma has been even more difficult because I had such a hard time remembering the trauma because I was just moving at a high rate of speed. And that didn't mean that I wasn't being injured. It didn't mean that trauma was not occurring in my life. It it was just me just full steam ahead. And I, in a lot of cases, in a lot of ways, I didn't have a choice. You know, I had to keep moving. And so I understand the the people in life that almost feel like they don't have time to stop and feel their own pain. I I totally understand that. You know, I made um, the decision to go back to school because I want to become a licensed therapist. I have my bachelor's in psychology And I really had been avoiding school for a long time. And I didn't understand why I was avoiding school. I just thought, you know, on the surface, it was just like, I don't want to go back. Like, I don't want to do all that. I don't feel like it's necessary. I, you know, all those feelings when you kind of get out of school and it wasn't that great of an experience for you to begin with, you know. Um, But I began to realize and it began to be revealed to me because I became, um, I was, I've really been open to doing very intentional healing work within myself. So things will come up and, and things will be revealed to me that I never thought about, that I didn't have a conversation with anybody about. It's just like a download of insight about my own situations. And so I've been getting a lot of those this year and it dawned on me that I didn't want to go back to school because of all the trauma that I experienced in that 10 year span. Yes, I said 10 years. Okay. It took me 10 years to get my full bachelor's. And I was a single mom. I got out of high school before Eight months had passed. I was pregnant with my son. So here I am, 18, just turning 18 and pregnant. And by 19, I'm a mom. Not only was I a young mom, but I was a young mom. And I was in the church, my dad, the pastor, and... You know, I had to go in front of the church to confess my pregnancy, to admit that I had basically sinned and gotten pregnant. 
And that was humiliating. Um, I actually fought doing that for a really long time. Like by the time I did it, everybody already knew I was pregnant. It was like I was just going with the motions so that, you know, my mom would start asking me when I was going to do it because I told her I wasn't. Um, then, you know, dealing with a very emotionally abusive pregnancy and that emotional abuse that mental abuse turned physical after I had my son. So on top of I was working full time once I had my son because I did not want, I wanted my son to have good health insurance. I didn't want him on government assistance. No shade to that because I've definitely been on it as a mom, definitely. But during that time period, like I was determined to do all that I could to take care of my son and provide for him, even if nobody else helped me. And the help, you know, I got support from my parents where, you know, they would keep him. They would do things that grandparents do for their grandkids. But when it came to providing for him, feeding him diapers, formula, all that stuff, that was on me. And I handled that responsibility. You know, I made sure that I didn't have to um, rely on my parents to take care of him. So all of those things and then um, getting in another, you know, abusive, tumultuous situation that was emotionally and verbally and mentally and spiritually abusive, you know, back to back to very identical situations um, dealing with that, dealing with a partner at that time, um, my ex, I did not realize, but he had serious mental health issues. I'm a psych major and I'm going through school in such a blur that I'm not even pausing to pay attention to the fact that the person I'm with is really like dealing with some serious bipolar issues, you know, and I was going through so much trauma during that time period I would come out of my home and my tires would be slashed and I'm trying to either get to work or get to class so I ended up dropping a lot of classes barely I mean it took me 10 years to get my degree y'all I mean clearly like sis was going through something and I was determined to do it though I was determined to do it first generation college graduate and I was determined to do it because my great grandmother, who at the time was still alive, um, did not finish school, did not finish elementary school. Her parents were coming out of slavery, you know, um, on the other side, an immigrant who had come here, who didn't have an elementary school education. But both women made it do what it do and were able to take care of their families. Um, so I wanted to, to do that in part to honor them and honor their fight and honor the struggle that they went through um, to get me here. Um, and then in part, I also did it for myself, you know, to show myself that I could do it because I always wanted to go to college. But... Um, when I sat down to really evaluate the conversation of going back to school, I began to realize 
And all of that began to float to the surface. Like, this is why you really don't want to go to school. It's not about anything else. It's about this. It's about having the experiences of um, really just being also frustrated with college, with going to a PWI, a predominantly white institute, right? Going to a college where as much money as the University of South Florida had, they did not think enough of their um, Black student population to actually have a Black professor teach Black history. They had white professors teaching Black history, which shows you the indoctrination that was going on as well, the dishonoring of our ancestors' legacies. And it was like things like that where I was like, yeah, I, I don't really want to do this institutional bullshit. I said all that to say this. I could not move forward in the healing work and expansion of my ministry until I heal those parts of myself from almost 10 years ago, until I addressed and healed that trauma. And it didn't come up until I was ready to move forward until I was in the emotional, mental, and spiritual capacity to be able to go through the cycle of healing. And now that I've gone through this cycle of healing, my ministry can grow, it can expand, I can grow, and I can expand. And that's going to impact the collective. And I couldn't do that Previously, I could have gone back to school. Yes, of course, but I could not do it in the way that I'm called to do it until I healed the things that were still lying dormant that I didn't even realize were a trauma for me. I did not realize that that is what was holding me back from going to school, that that is what has been holding me back from being open to a certain level of growth personally, professionally, and even spiritually. But when I committed myself to the healing process, to very intentional healing this year, I am seeing things in me that I did not know were there. I'm seeing things took root that I was not aware had taken root in my life. But because I made myself available to the healing process, those things are coming up so that I can heal them. And because I've done the work spiritually to, to be able to handle and withstand the spaces that some of these things will take you to because sometimes you got to go back down into the valley to pull those roots up. So you got to be prepared for that. And I'm so thankful for my spiritual circle that I can call when I'm having a rough day or I can text and we talk, we exchange words of power with one another and we share energy when it's necessary, when we need it to lift each other up. It requires vulnerability to be able to grow with your friends and with those that are close to you. And if you always feel like you have to put on or you have to act like you have it all together or you always have the solution to every um, question 
in your own mind. You're always the smartest person in the room. You always know exactly what to do. Like, I'm thankful that I don't have to play that game with the people around me because I feel safe. And so I can heal because I'm spiritually and emotionally ready to go there. But also I got the support when I get down down there to the valley and it's a little darker than what I expected to see. I know who to call. I know where to go. I know what to do. I have my I have my go-tos in place. My musical playlist, my frequency playlist, my motivational speaker playlist. You got to have your tools and your arsenal together. And we need it in this time. But I just wanted to add that because it wasn't until I did the healing that I was that I realized that I'm now ready to move forward on another level. But I had to go down there to the valley and uproot those things. Spirit has called me to enhance my ministry. And that looks like me getting a license to be able to step into these spaces and these places and be the change that I want to see. Be the change in therapy for my community and helping people heal on a mental, spiritual and emotional level. So I'm excited. I really had a moment where I was just like, you know, I had to acknowledge the trauma that I experienced and the things that I went through, the things that I survived that I just didn't stop and pause and really take in, you know. Um, I didn't take in all of the weight that I was carrying. And many of us inhibit our healing processes because we are moving at such speed just to get through life that we can't even stop and acknowledge our own pain and we can't stop and acknowledge our own experiences so I want to encourage you guys to take a moment and when you're going through an emotionally challenging period in your life when you're going through hard times because it's okay that you're not okay all the time When you're going through it, stop for a moment and acknowledge that. Allow yourself to to tap into that. And I did that this week. You know, I had to tap in. I've been doing, excuse me, I've been doing that um, a lot lately because I used to just absorb everything that I was feeling and some of it wasn't mine. Some of it might have been mine. Some of it might have been something that I was feeling that was coming, you know, So it's like a lot of different energies just kind of engulfing me at one time and it would be be very overwhelming. So I've learned to stop and see where the energy is coming from. Tap into that. Does this even belong to me? Okay, this don't belong to me. What is this about? Do I need to just 
cleanse this off and get rid of it? Or am I supposed to be doing something to help, you know, this energy pass through or help to change the vibration of this energy? I've really learned over the last year and a half to two years to just pause for a moment and see what this is and and not just, oh, this feels bad. So, you know, I'm just taking this on as what it is and I'm just allowing myself to, to feel to feel this and it doesn't even belong to me. Don't even belong to me. It's not even mine. It's not even mine. And I can now determine whether or not I want to take part. So this week, I definitely felt <laughs> the sun square Jupiter. I felt that, you know, the sun is about our ourselves, our inner light, our radiance, our self-esteem, our determination, like who, how we shine in the world, our confidence level. And Jupiter is... Um, you know, I talked about Jupiter and Pisces, and I encourage you guys to go and check out that video on YouTube, on my YouTube channel, Spiritual Bestie, if you haven't already. Um, and please subscribe to my YouTube channel. I'm doing my best to release weekly videos, so I'm doing what I can to grow the channel and bring some good content to you guys. I'm also going to be um, trying to do some episodes of the podcast on YouTube as well. But that's a it's it's a lot of work. It's a lot a lot of work being a creative. But I talked about Jupiter and <clears throat> you know Jupiter Jupiter being about expansion, but it's also about knowledge and wisdom. Um and it's also about like order and it's a social um it's a social planet, so it is about collective energy. Okay. Um Jupiter is about thinking outside the box, looking at the bigger picture, kind of stepping back and taking a moment. Like I said, with how I used to just take on all this energy and allow it to just kind of swing me around like a rag doll, so to speak, you know, I'd be emotionally drained. But what I've learned is to step back and really examine it. And that's what, what Jupiter is about. Um, so the sun squaring Jupiter is kind of like a, a square off, so to speak. So they're kind of clashing a little bit. And so this week you might have felt a little bit like you felt kind of like some some inner conflict going on. And that could be could have been due to the sun square squaring Jupiter. Um, definitely inner conflict, conflict with wanting to be the center of attention and needing to really share that with the collective or always sharing it and needing to step into the spotlight um for for a season some of us like some of some of the times it's not just about us always wanting it to be about us sometimes we don't know when to allow it to be about us and we need to step into our own light and we need to allow our light to shine and allow ourselves to radiate unapologetically unapolog unapologetically couldn't get that off my tongue but sometimes we have to allow ourselves to stand in the sun and radiate and shine for who we are Okay, we have our uniqueness and some of us like to play the background. Some of us like to be upfront. We got to know when to balance that out. And so the sun square Jupiter is really highlighting that for us and kind of reminding us like, you know, 
If you've been playing one side too consistently, like let's bring a little balance to that and it's your time to shine or it's your time to let somebody else shine and do it for the collective, do it for the culture, right? So I was also feeling this Jupiter square, the black moon. And the black moon is about kind of like the darker side, the hidden side of who we are, the things that we don't talk about, the things that we don't share. But it's a lot of magic to that, right? And the black moon is also about like saying what you feel and standing in that and being authentic about where you really stand. Because a lot of us, um, and I say us because I don't remove myself from the collective, from the community. I try not to say a lot of y'all, but a lot of people really are going along to get along because they are scared of being different. We see that with this whole conversation about the jab. We see it with a lot of um you know, changes within popular culture, within society. Um, so the whole go along to get along. But there is there is kind of a standoff between the black moon, which is the dark side of the moon, keeping our secrets hidden and, and also, you know, even revealing things um, or looking at those things from a broader perspective, looking at the bigger picture of how this really um, is impacting me, which is impacting automatically the community and the people I come in contact with because we are share sharing energy. So um, just keep in mind that Sometimes we also have to remember that, yes, we need to look at the bigger picture, but also don't forget the details. Don't miss the details trying to stand so far back. You know, when you're like on a little like if you're in your maps, if you pan really close in, you can see, you know, you can see street names. If you pan further out, you can see, um, you know, neighborhoods. If you pan further out, you can see the city. Depending on how big the city is, you might have to pan out a little further to see the city. If you pan out even further, you can see the region and the state. And you can see the whole United States. So we have to remember that, yes, we got to kind of like pan in and pan out. We got to take multiple shots from multiple angles you know get a get a couple of good views before you make a decision before you make a move and that is what this mercury retrograde is going to show us and teach us take a snapshot of the bigger picture and then pan in and zoom in and pay attention to the details don't miss the details by looking too broadly at the bigger picture yes the bigger picture is important but we also want to catch those details because we want to make sure that we fine-tune this thing so we're not making major decisions a lot of people right now are feeling like yes i need to jump on this i need to move on that i need to you know, buy crypto, invest my money, da, 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 da. And they're just taking names and throwing their money at names without doing the proper research. Yes, this is the time for us to get into investing. 
but pay attention to the details. Pay attention to the story behind where some of these coins are coming from. Know where you're investing your money. If we truly want to see change within our community, within the world that we live in, we have to start being very intentional about knowing the story behind where we're putting our money, where we're putting our vote, where we're putting our energy. We can no longer just go for somebody that's saying something in the moment to talk us into making a move. That's called spelling and witchcraft. You're, you're allowing people to cast spells on you with their wordplay. That's why they call words spelling, because it is literally an energetic tango and an energetic dance. And sometimes people can wrap you up with their words. And before you know it, you all in, you bought in. Be mindful. During this retrograde, allow yourself to pay attention to the finer details, but also look at the bigger picture. Take multiple views, get close, step back, and don't make a move until it's over. But look at it from multiple angles, look at every detail, plan it out to the T. This is the time for you to go back to the drawing board, for you to plan things out, for you to Put your plan together that way as soon as you execute. If it pops off, you already know what your next move is going to be and your next move and your next move and your next move. And also during this time period, work on the consistency. Work on being intentional. Work on showing up intentionally. If we really want to talk about communication, which we do when we talk about Mercury, if we really want to talk about communication, We can heal and improve how we communicate with one another by showing up authentically. But if we're constantly showing up as a representative of ourselves, you know, of the polished side of who we are, because we don't want people to attack us and we're afraid of making mistakes, then we're never going to to really fully show up. We have to stop residing and hanging out in these emotional spaces where we feel like people should cater to our wounds in such a way that it does more of a disservice to the collective than it does any good. Y'all heard that ding. Y'all heard that ding. That was divine. Okay. That was spirit saying, (laughs) yes, this is what it is. Your triggers are your triggers and they need you to do the work to heal them. That's not on everybody else. We can love you and support you through your healing, but don't come around here telling me what I can't say because you feeling because you get a little shaky. Like we've all been through trauma. We've all experienced some shit that was really bad for us individually. I'm not in a competition of whose pain was the greatest. My shit hurt. And that's all I can say. I can't speak to the level of pain that yours might have taken you through. But I know what depression feels like. I know what it feels like to, to consider ending it all. I know what it feels like to feel like there is no hope. 
So I'm going to speak on those things because it wasn't until I got real and acknowledged that it was painful and I needed help that I sought out that help and I began to do the work to heal myself. So if you're triggered, understand that that's a signal to you that you need to heal. Take your time, guys, during this Mercury retrograde. Take your time. Don't sign any contracts. Don't make any commitments. Now, if you've already been like in in the in the works with some contract um, contractual stuff, then by all means, you know, if you've already if the wheel has already been spinning on that, by all means, you know, do your thing. But don't enter any new agreements. You know, don't enter any new agreements. Don't sign up for stuff right now. Just be still, basically. Be still. And anything that requires your signature is binding. I talked about this in the Jupiter and Pisces live again. Go check that out on my YouTube channel, Spiritual Bestie. And be sure when you go over there that you watch your you watch the collective message at the beginning but then go into the description down below and click on your sun watch your sun watch your moon and watch your rising and then circle back around and watch the rest of them because during that time period while i was channeling those messages i have not ever in a live felt so much of those messages for those signs for the entire collective and it was confirmed. I received people reaching out to me afterwards and since then saying like all a lot of these messages resonated. It wasn't all just for Taurus or for Virgo or for Leo. Like that was for me too. And I'm, I don't have any of those placements. But remember that we are all the Zodiac. We are all made up of the 12 signs. So any of those messages can resonate. And I, I felt that messages in readings I've done before have resonated with um, a larger body outside of that zodiac sign. But this was different. This was different. It was almost like a two hour collective reading. So definitely check that out. Feel free to comment, you know, share it with somebody that, that needs to hear it. Um, or could benefit or just loves I personally like watching readings so share with somebody that likes watching readings too but trust me it's divine it's definitely divine um other than that I think that that is it also go to the link in my bio and click um in my Instagram bio or go to my website and go to my blog and read the last blog entry that I have there check that out it's the one that says it's the piece for me um that was a channel message that i received the same week that i did jupiter and pisces the live reading um and jupiter is in pisces until july 28th so this that energy is still relevant um until july 28th 2021 so yeah um but we we definitely need to sit still we need to sit still this is a time for us to be still and to observe, observe ourselves and observe those around us and, and find your center, find your peace. But also when you look at other people before you pass judgment, 
ask yourself how you identify with that energy. We have to start showing a little bit more love to one another. And I know it sounds all hippie and it sounds really like maybe even a little corny to some of y'all unhealed folk. But we need to show each other more love, more compassion, more empathy. And know when we need to give each other some space so that we don't react in a way that would dishonor our divinity. I love you guys. I thank y'all so much for tuning in for another episode. I understand now why spirit had me wait until today because that energy was definitely looming earlier this week and I was feeling a little bit blocked in my ability to kind of, you know, get my work done. And there were some other things that needed my attention, but I love you guys. Um, And I appreciate y'all. If you want to support me and the work that I'm doing, go to my website, shop in my shop, support me that way and support yourself at the same time. I pour love and intention into every product. So it's not just um, me selling things because they're trendy or anything like that. These are things that are very intentional that I use on a daily basis myself or a weekly basis very regularly. So um, go and check that out if you want to support me. If you want to monetarily support the podcast, you can do so through Cash App, Dollar Sign Spiritual Bestie, or Venmo Spiritual Bestie. Um, also, share this podcast episode or any episodes with somebody else that needs them. Please share with at least one person. And if you're interested in booking a private reading, you can also do so on my website www.thespiritualbestie.com make sure you're following me on instagram and let me know that you heard the podcast send me a screen recording of your favorite part of this episode and i will be sure to share that as well tag me you know if you post something relative to spiritual bestie thank you guys so much i really appreciate it i appreciate you guys riding with me we are in season four baby I look forward to seeing you guys on the next episode of Real Talk with the Spiritual Bestie. I love you guys. Be safe. Stay happy. Stay blessed. Stay at peace.